Everything is Awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows, like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelant Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and thank you for your patience on this roundtable discussion about Justice League. The editing on this took quite some time. Every 10 to 20 minutes, I had to spend about an hour of editing on. Audio drift was a major concern in this uh, this episode, probably because I had up to uh, four additional people on the call. So, and we all had different kind of internet connections and um, I'm looking to improve the roundtable experience in the future for a faster turnaround time. In the meantime, big thank you to Casey, to BJ, to Ryan, and of course to Craig for partaking. Uh, make sure, I want to get a couple housekeeping things out of the way that I don't think I really got out of the way in the show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at RealAwesomePod. You can follow me on Twitter at ThatNerdyKev. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash RealAwesomePods. That's where you can find out all about the different live shows that we put on. Like on December 17th, we're going to be joined by the Heart Points podcast from uh, 3.30 to 4.30 and then from 4.30 to 6 will be Everything is Awesome celebrating their 100th episode. I'm bringing Jeff Stormer from Party One Podcast along with me so that we can play some games. Super excited for that one so make sure you check that out. We're going to be going live at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House in Philadelphia on Frankfurt Ave. All the details can be found on Facebook.com slash RealAwesomePod. And if you need other ways to support this show you can always uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, word of mouth recommendations always help. Or if you have some extra cash, you can always go to patreon.com slash that entertains and support us there. Well, here's the roundtable starting now. There is a podcaster who comes to this village from Southside Indy. You can hear him weekly when Smugcast drops. Bring shenanigans available on Mondays. That was the other day. Talk. I believe that a movie is coming from Warner Brothers. I'm looking for talkers. This podcaster. Others like him. I'm building a round table to discuss it. It's very important that I talk to this man. Ryan Lauer. Kevin Gallagher said that like it explains why there's a total stranger sitting in the dark in my second favorite chair. Casey Spivey, the Wonder Woman. Batgirl. Batgirl, huh? That's cool. Kind of my thing, but cool. Look, man, I don't know who you are, but whoever you're looking for...
So, you like Batman? That feels like an oversimplification. I'm putting together a team, people with special talents. You see, I believe a movie is coming. Stop right there. I'm in. You are? Just like that? Yeah, I... I need friends. Great. Can I keep this? Didn't think you were real. I'm as real as your take two show. DJ Robbins. I hear you can talk to fish. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and this is a show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, we are breaking from the norm this week. We are, uh, we're not just talking to one awesome person. There are four other people here, uh, and it's going to be a good old time. We're going to sit around and discuss this, uh, ma- this week's major release, Justice League, uh, in, a, in a good old-fashioned roundtable that's sure to not be chaotic at all. Uh, nope. So before <laughs> we uh, officially get started, just a reminder everybody to make sure you just follow us on that social media uh, at Real Awesome Pod on Twitter, and um, there's a whole bunch of other things. I don't know. We're part of the uh, oh God. This is embarrassing. Uh, I cannot remember my Cortem Arts Podcast Network. That's what it is. Uh, CortemArts.com. All right, let's introduce our panelists as we discuss uh, this. Uh, discuss Justice League. First, let's uh, let's welcome to the uh, show uh, Ryan. Last name starts with an L. I want to say Lower something another. Wow! Wow! Okay. Lower. Yes, so close. <laughs> I, I I added that extra E. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. It works. Uh, Hello, greeting, Kevin. Thank yes. you, Ryan. You uh, are uh, from Dark Knight News. Uh, and, yes, sir. Uh, and other things. Why don't you uh, give us a little bit about yourself before we introduce everyone else? Oh, heavens. I'm the first one. <laughs> oh, just uh, sitting here in Chicago in an apartment. I work at a TV station. I write, as you just said, for Dark Knight News, all about Batman. And uh, I do improv here in Chicago. And there we go. That's it. That's all I want to say. That's all. What's your handle? My Twitter handle? <laughs> yeah. At Lauer, spelled like lower, so Kevin's oh. not not totally wrong there at lauer underscore ryan great i'm following it is, you it is nothing but batman information all the way through that is all i talk about which is about. all Perfect. you should talk about and also great. uh you get exactly. to you hung out with bb8 the other day which is a little uh, i'm a little jealous about you know that is true so i deviated from the norm i got a little bb8 action and yeah that was the end of my week what a, what a day. Uh, well, it's, it's a good way to end your week, uh, you know, last week. So, uh, all right, uh, Ryan, we'll put you to the side for just a second. Uh, our next uh, panelist is also new to the show. Ryan will be a future guest uh, for his own solo outing. And as will this next panelist. Uh, I don't even know his last name. So uh, from uh, the, the Take Two uh, podcasting empire, uh, as it seems to be with, the, with all the action they have, Please welcome yeah, to the you show. Know, nobody Greg. needs to know my last name. I'm not that important. Yes, you are. That's fine. I feel impressed with the Take Two Empire. It's really just that we have nothing else to do, so we all you guys, podcast 
all the time as much as we possibly can. It's it's insane. Uh, like I saw one day, like Take Two. I think Takedown was was like the first spin off yes, I saw. That's a, that's a wrestling show that I also host because I don't do enough. Yes. <laughs> There's also soundtracks. Yeah, and I, I saw that did. one drop like a yeah. week after your wrestling one. Yep. Yeah, we have uh, we have soundtracks. We also have spotlight where we talk about one actor for an entire episode. We also have a science fiction conspiracy one. All of these are all on the Take Two iTunes feed because we're too cheap or lazy to buy multiple feeds. So <laughs> it's just all a nice one network. You can just get everything you want to listen to. All in one feed. Uh, yeah, that's it. Reminds me of like me circa about nine years ago when I was doing fifteen podcasts. Yep. So uh, you're going to kill yourself one day. Uh, yes, yes, pretty much. And, I will just die in an avalanche of laptops and microphones. In the Costco of the podcast world. I gotta say though, I uh, I'm impressed with when I messaged you about this. You said something about oh, you mean like West Coast time? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm on the East Coast, uh, and you you thought that I'm like like this. Uh, I forget what the wording you use, but something like uh, big time. And yeah, I'm like, you Whoa. were. I thought you were a big time West Coast podcaster. <laughs> no, like some no, of no. your other guests, but you no. know, then I realized you're just a lowly East Coaster like yeah, me and. Lowly East- when you meant 10 p.m., you meant 10 p.m. like real person, normal time. Yes. Not like 7 a.m. or whatever time it is in California right now. <laughs> 7 a.m. and time works. 70 degrees right now. Right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, but then ironically, it turned out as you messaged me, I was like yeah. six miles from your You were six miles away, <laughs> literally within like a spinning distance around the corner from where I used to live. And yeah. we, and like so, and we were not able to manage like a, a time to, to to at least hang out for a couple minutes. I wanted to try to schedule my my viewing of Justice League when you were, but uh, it just did not happen. Uh, it was it was depressing, but it's okay. Now we're here to yes. talk about it. And speaking of, let's go on to uh, one of our next panelists. He's a, uh, I, I guess a, a a sly veteran of the show. He's been on the show before. Uh, please welcome from uh, the Smugcast, uh, BJ uh, Robbins. Yeah, Robbins, like Tony Robbins, except I'm not a motivational speaker yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. Yeah, I. Uh, do- do a podcast called Smugcast based out of Indianapolis. Um, my co-host doesn't watch movies, so this <laughs> is probably the happiest I've been since one of my kids was <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm glad we could uh, give you an outlet to sit around and talk about this movie. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, and yeah, so our final uh, panelist is, uh, I guess... Kind of like the Wonder Woman of this podcast because she, she's this is a uh, out of the panelists the only person that would uh, be this would make her third appearance in the show uh, and and we're gonna not screw this up please welcome to the show Casey Spivey you did it right. oh, yay <laughs> good job it only took three appearances <laughs> well it's okay it's, I, it's it's a work in progress i don't even know if i attempted the second appearance i forget i just know that first appearance i whatever i said you're like ooh, no 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 <laughs> no it's just like spidey senses yeah. like spider-man like it's very it's nerd friendly that's uh, as i was going over uh the names of you guys today which clearly i did not do any research uh for yours i was just like all right so i remember it's like spidey so just like and i was like doing the fake yeah. slinging as I was talking. So, uh, so, okay, so what have you been up to? What are you going on? What's your Hollywood lifestyle like right now, Casey? 
Uh, my Hollywood lifestyle has been a New York lifestyle uh, as of the past two months. Uh, uh, we were doing Game of Thrones, the rock musical in uh, Off-Broadway at the Jerry Orbach Theater um, in New York on Broadway in 50th. So it was super exciting. Um, we This is the last weekend, and I came home a little early, so I am here do making some magic moves over here that I can't talk about yet, but um, <laughs> but I'm um, still writing for Screen Rant, still writing and doing videos for Wizard, and um, yeah, just just making moves, you know. Well, uh, are we going to get hit with a lawsuit or something? Because I thought you guys were officially Shame of Thrones now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. So it's funny because HBO called and I mean, we've been doing the show for like a year and they were full aware of it. And then as soon as they were like, as soon as we, after we did a month in New York, they were like, uh, you guys can't use Game of Thrones anymore. I was like, why? Because it's successful now? Like what? <laughs> Too many people are like liking this? Yeah, no. So it's, they changed it to Shame of Thrones musical and um, it still went really well uh, uh, that's uh, at least i'm not the only one they get networks to to put bring the hammer down we had i used to do a show about <laughs> the walking dead and yes the walking dead was in the title of the podcast but uh right. amc got wind of it and i guess it's because we were starting to catch some like attention on um stick right. at the time and uh they they right. they shut us down they sent me a cease and desist i was like all right well that was fun See, you are paid. Congratulations. Really? Oh, yeah, it is. Validating. I wish yeah. you had paid enough attention to Maybe. our show to tell us to stop <laughs> well, doing something. If you call <laughs> yourselves exactly. uh, uh, Take Two The Walking Dead, they'll pay attention, my friend. They'll pay attention. <laughs> All right. Changing it on Podbean right now. All right. Uh, so let's, let's get started on talking, uh, about, talking about Justice League. I assume you guys are all fans of the genre. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Correct. Um, yes. So let's just let's just start with, and we'll uh, just randomly in some sort of order here, uh, go with general like feelings of the movie. What was your general take on the movie? Let's start with you, BJ. Um, it was kind of what I expected um, because uh, I went, my wife went, my two sons. So it's a broad range, and I try. I I think I enjoyed it. But I think that they did a, a different, a trying to cater it, I think, to everybody with a little bit more humor, not as dark. Um, it was only two hours, which obviously I wanted longer. But I could just see by the people that they were trying to cater it to a wider audience than before. But in, um, but I mean, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it, it's basically what I expected it to be with a second attempt at, um, or really the third attempt in this uh in, in the film, <clears throat> in the film, in the films they were producing right now, and you can kind of see the Zach, uh, Zach Snyder into the Whedon influence. So I kind of saw where the mixture wasn't at, but overall, it's basically kind of what I expected. It's uh, I, I'll agree that it was. I know you know I think it it did more than I expected. Uh, it was. I don't know if anyone else felt like this, but I walked. I, I think with like any DC movie these days, I kind of walk in with like. A, a bit of worry on my shoulder uh, and and I think that helped this movie in this case where I was able to walk in with that worry and then it just did better than any expectation that I had for it and I was able to walk out like smiling that I had a fun time watching a movie. I think it's funny that you say that because that's actually how I went into the movie. Mm -hmm. I was almost like ready to battle because I was just, I was ready to kind of tear it apart. Yeah. I hate approaching a movie that way 
but I'd heard enough and seen enough, and I was just <laughs> like, this is just, it's going to be a shit show. Damn it, damn it, it's going to be a shit show. So I was kind of like really nervous and watching it, and then, I mean, it started, and as we'll talk about later, I'm sure, that mm. first scene happened. So then I was like, okay, all right. And so then I was still ready to like pick it apart, and then about halfway yeah. through, yeah. I just kind of let the guard down, and I was like, you know, this is just fun. I didn't have much, many expectations going in. And I walked out like really happy because I just thought that it was a lot of fun. Uh, Casey, what were, you know, your just overall feelings on this? Um, well, I thought it was going to be a dumpster fire of a movie. <laughs> you know Tell what I mean? Really like, really I, I have been, right. Well, first of all, DC has been going downhill very quickly. I like Suicide Squad. I fell asleep <laughs> during. Yeah, me too. Like, I walked out of Batman versus Superman. Oh. Like I just was like so. I know I was just so over it, and I was just like, I was ready for it to fail again because not only was it DC, it was directed by mm-hmm. two different directors, and I was just like, this is gonna be horrific. Um, but <laughs> so I sat in the front row at the arc light. By the way, Kevin Smith was in my oh, row. What? Yeah, yeah. I went to the. I I got a somehow. I got a Hollywood hookup and like was in this screening. And Kevin Smith was there, and the credit started, and he he started the clapping, and it was cool. Anyways, that was nerdy, but um. I, uh, next time you're in the East Coast, I need to just touch your shoulders so I can get his essence <laughs> on, on me. He was wearing his thing. He he actually like does wear that. The his oh yeah, arm. he he was in Philly uh, a, a couple weeks ago. So uh, and I was able to like sneak like sneak backstage, not backstage, like out back before like he he left and get grab a picture with him. But yeah, he is every, everything you that's see awesome. in real life, like on TV. It, that's what he's wearing in real life. He's a he, he's a real life comic book character. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, but yeah, but I mean, I was really engaged throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it. I it had all of the things that make a good movie a good movie it had heart it had a little bit of a lesson i mean no it wasn't the dark knight and it didn't challenge me like wonder woman <clears throat> challenged me a little bit more but like i i walked away going oh my god i didn't fall asleep <laughs> i was really engaged i I was happy when one, I was also really really worried about how they were <clears throat> going to handle wonder woman since it's you yeah. know in male hands and I give them total credit. They did it. I think they did it justice Uh, and yeah, I was just really, really happy with it. That's uh, that's a curious statement that you made and we'll get to Craig's thoughts in just a second here, but cause I saw on Twitter, a couple people like very angry with how sexualized they, they made her in the movie. Please. And, and not like, she's hot. It's fine. She can be hot and like fierce. I, and I, I totally, fine. and this is like, I, they weren't coming at it from like the James Cameron angle, uh, but they like, it was, they, I don't know, like something, I guess like the, the, the behind shots that they, that we saw that, uh, of all of the characters, I, I do remember one where they like all of them had ass shots and I was like, great, and, let's do okay, more of this. And, and I knew this was going <laughs> But I'm uh, if I'm being honest, one of the reasons I, I wanted you here was because you're the only person I know that can give like a good take on on a, on a woman's side of seeing this movie, uh, and and because I yeah. that was like a, like at least five people on my feed were like angry about it. I'm like I don't. That's not how I feel. 
Well, if you're going to be angry about that, then you, you're going to need to be equally angry about Jason Momoa. I mean, how sexualized was he? Like, there was a he completely unnecessarily <laughs> took his shirt off, getting it right, and went into the water. Like, there, yeah. he didn't need to do that <laughs> for like a good. And I thoroughly appreciated it. So you know, like, but if you're gonna do it to one gender, do it to the other. That's my my take. Is like, if it's equal, we're looking for equality. But I don't know. Maybe she should have been. Maybe she should have been Valkyrie in um, in Thor Ragnarok because I I feel like that character wasn't sexualized so you know i don't know i uh, liked it it's, I, I thought the I, I didn't think i didn't see it like that's the last thing that when i walked out of the theater i didn't think anything like oh man they over sexualized these characters and maybe i don't know again i went in just with different expectations of like well, i just like you said i don't want to fall asleep and right. uh, they succeeded with that like i don't know it's i guess with for dc a win is a win uh, oh my god! Yeah. So, so Craig, uh, it's on your shoulders. Uh, everyone else has had pretty positive reviews. How did you feel? Um, no pressure. Well, this is pressure. Well, I will say that I am a complete mark for anything that DC does. I mean, if you had an actual trash can on fire and put a Batman cowl on it, I'd probably still enjoy watching it. <laughs> um, so I, I will admit that to start off, but I actually expected more from it. I think it was like if I was to rate it, I'd probably put it at like a like a low B. Okay. Like I don't think it was great. I don't think it was spectacular. I think there was a lot of things they could have done better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was decent. It was enjoyable. I mean, I definitely didn't uh, walk out. I didn't fall asleep. So if that's the bar that we're setting <laughs> is don't fall asleep during the movie, then this excels because I was awake the whole time. Isn't it, right now. isn't it sad that that's like for these DC movies, that's the mark? Like as long as that's we don't fall asleep. Going for, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and I didn't oh, walk man. out saying I need to see the director's cut of this movie because oh, the regular version sucks like I did with Batman Superman. So uh, I, right. you know, I feel that I feel that this was good. Like I said, good, not decent, but but good. And all of the hatred that a lot of the Internet and Rotten Tomatoes seems to have for it. I can't quite figure out. Yeah. Where is that coming from? I, I don't know because it's super low still. It's still in like the 30s or 40s, I think, on Rotten Tomatoes. 39. I think. Everyone I've talked to has liked it. Yeah. I don't understand. And it's and from what I've read, like the the audience score is tracking in that B range. Uh, so the audiences seem to like it, but the the critics do not. Why? I mean, obviously, audiences don't like it enough since it didn't break a hundred million dollars. <laughs> but well, and I wonder. Like, I mean, it had uh, a lot of comp. Like, you still had Thor. You know, Thor, right. despite it being what the second or third week that it was that was out, it was I mean, that's it's hard to compete with Marvel. Uh, and that's why they don't they don't go head to head usually uh, on the on, on release weeks. But I mean, Thor was just so good that word of mouth on that, I'm sure, took away from Justice League. Right. I'm sure it took away some, but I, I feel like, you know, just in on the fact that it's a comic book movie alone, I'm surprised that. They didn't do at least a little bit better. Well, here's a question that, that you know, anyone from the table can, can handle. Do, uh, do you think that Rotten Tomatoes holding back reviews and scores as long as they did had any kind of impact on people seeing this movie? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think that it affects it. I mean, the public has lost faith in DC, and they really needed to come back and, and earn our trust back, which I think they did. But Marvel has been hitting home runs all along while DC has been constantly letting us down. So I think everyone was expecting it to be trash. I think the marketing for the movie was not helping. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and yeah and especially since we couldn't go online and see rotten tomatoes like going no it's good like there's no reason we would have expected it to be good uh ryan was that you that had something else to say about it yeah so i guess i'm, I'm kind of split because I didn't think that it holding it back necessarily did. I think people saying that them holding it back is more so like the users mm-hmm. saying and making it a huge deal that they were holding it back, in which they were holding it back because they were releasing it on their what Facebook Something Live like that, video yeah. show that mm-hmm. they've been doing oh. lately. Um, I like if anything, it they had a, like a five day buildup of like the social media reactions, which I think were overwhelmingly mm-hmm. positive. Right. Um, so they had a long time to build up with that positive word of mouth, like everywhere to when critics came out, you know, a day and day and a half before the movie started to play in theaters. Like maybe it was just a bum rush of negative mm-hmm. reviews mm-hmm. just right before it came out that maybe heard it. I, that's where I'm kind of like split. But do you think that they're actually negative about the movie or do you think that is people just basically hating on DC and wanting to sort of all pile on and be like, you know, Marvel's great and, DC has already screwed us, so screw them. Yeah, I think that's part of it is, like, everybody already... Um, I spoke to my brother. We're both huge DC marks, and then he's like, well, I'm going to wait for it to come out. And I'm like, why? He's like, well, the other ones have not lived up to mm-hmm. expectations. And I think a lot of people going into it, it's like, well, you know, we'll just wait for it to come out. And um, and I think that's what really hurt it is is even some of the more... Like, it didn't break the the... the the box office like they should because a lot of people when we went to theater it was 25 percent full and this was on a saturday night at prime time wow yeah yeah and and it was we went with like 10 people and um everybody seemed to enjoy it and i just i think a lot of that has to do with it they they assumed already like well it's you know it's no yep. Zack snyder it's the same thing again and then we're just like we'll just right. wait for it to come out i wonder what this weekend will be like Honestly, because I have a bunch of friends yeah. who went, you liked it? And I said, yeah, go see it. It's a good time. And they're going, they bought tickets and they're going this weekend. Yeah, because this weekend there's not much coming out, but uh, Coco, I think, is the big thing right. coming out. So it's not really much competition right. for it. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like word of mouth is actually going to help this film because same uh, uh, thing that happened to BJ. I walked into my theater on a, uh, I think I went th- I went Thursday night, um, so I, was, I wasn't expecting a packed house, but I went at 10 p.m. I got there, like, at 9.50, and I was the only one in the theater. And, and eventually, like, another maybe, like, 10 to 15 people piled in, but I, I was wow. shocked that, that it wasn't, like, at least 50% filled on, on opening night because it's, it's a comic book movie with, with Batman wow. in it, you know? Like, despite everything else, and I think Zack Snyder being right. attached yeah. to it honestly has a lot to do with it as well because he's... You know he's taken the brunt of of the failures of, of the DC um, EU over the last you know several years mm-hmm. here. So I, th- I think that hurt it. Uh, but but I do I have better hopes that it's not going to have a huge drop off. Um, if anything, maybe it's going to kind of stay even this week. Um, plus, it has the long holiday weekend that maybe will help bolster it. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm super curious to see how it does this weekend, and I'm not one that follows any of that. But it is something that, like, just for the purposes of this conversation, seems, like, super intriguing to pay attention to. I wonder why they didn't open at Thanksgiving. Like, why would – what happened? Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, because there's, there's literally not much at all coming out next weekend. Besides, it's Coco and then some Christmas movie about Charles Dickens. And I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there you go. It's doomed. It's going to lose to Dickens. Charles <laughs> Dickens. Oh, Chuck. Yep. All right. Um, 
so uh, let's. Uh, I have another question for you guys. Uh, we'll start with Casey. So, what in in Justice League worked for you, and what didn't work for you in this? Movie? Um, what worked for me, first of all, was the storytelling. It wasn't an innovative storytelling, but it was clean, concise. It had all of the elements that you need to make a you know a rising action and a falling action, and you know like sentimental moments with the family, like cutting back to them and stuff like that. Like it it checked all the boxes that made it a solid story. And then I really liked the chemistry between the team. I thought it was a good mix of. I thought they honored each character. And it was interesting to watch people who are seemingly, uh, you know, impenetrable have to work together and have issues um, just like we do when we're working with coworkers. I thought that was interesting to watch. Yeah, uh, what I really liked about like how the Justice League kind of came together is it seems supernatural. Like nothing seems... um, it didn't seem fake. It didn't seem like it was just like, oh, let's put these guys together to put them together. It just... Right. Like Suicide Squad. <laughs> yes. It, it, nothing seemed forced uh, right. with, with these guys, with, with the Justice League members here. It it was... Honestly, if I... And, and I have a question about Avengers and Justice League later, but this will be the only comparison I make uh, until then. I think that... I think Justice League did a better job at bringing the heroes together than Avengers did. Yeah. Yes, I'd agree. I would say Avengers, you know, they obviously had their their hook to get the the team together and that worked for for what it needed to, but I just I feel like Justice League was able to find a more natural way to do it and that's like that's huge to do in a world where like everyone loves Marvel over your universe to to mm-hmm. have I think and I think that's like the most important thing of the movie is how does this team come together and, and does it seem right? Does it seem natural? And, I, and I, that's a big wing for them. Yeah. Agreed. BJ, what, what worked for this? And what didn't work for this uh, movie for you? Um, I, I like the, I did like, I like the flow of it. Obviously um, I wish it was, I wish it was longer, but I mean, that's just me because I can sit there <laughs> yeah, and watch no, a three hour comic book movie. Not everybody can. Um, I like that they had they did add humor in it. Uh, one thing I one thing is uh, is uh, Steppenwolf when he sounds like sometimes when he's like an eighties promo wrestler with his lines like like you will love me. This sound like you know like that's the only thing that kind of you know like and I know that we have to have you know some kind of like at times yeah, I didn't yeah. take him seriously like you know. And he's like the ex-boyfriend that wouldn't go away and kept saying stupid things. Um, but I did like the, um, you know, how they handled, like there was love in there. And then also I like the fact that like in the scene where Batman, his back or whatever, is all bruised up and, mm-hmm. you know, and people keep looking at him like, you know, why you keep doing this? And, and I, you kind of seem like you said that how they brought the team together that, you know, he was willing to sacrifice death for the greater and 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 i really enjoyed that because i see like the characters are definitely more um i don't want to say more diverse than some marvels but i i felt like they were all how they came about where they're from i that's why i really enjoyed more how they came together because it wasn't like you know i don't know it just seemed like a little bit more feasible at times why they came together yeah i, I think like i said i think they that's like that's a huge takeaway for me from the, when I was sitting down and thinking about 
the episode this episode we're recording now and just my thoughts in Justice League like that was a huge takeaway for me and that's an important takeaway like it's it's nuts that that I, I didn't really think about how the team formated in uh, Avengers and how much like in retrospect like it, it wasn't it wasn't really that great compared to to like this more natural way to do it um and like i steppenwolf see my issue with steppenwolf and is actually my same issue with uh cyborg is the cgi was uh it 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 pales in comparison to to many other uh projects i think like did any of you have like an issue like just looking at cyborg like his face looked like it was floating oh really no i don't know yeah it looked I, it just the CGI with with Cyborg, it looked it just threw me off. Like I couldn't stop concentrating on how it looked like his head was hovering incorrectly. It was it was just a really weird weird feeling I had watching that character. Um, I don't know. Did anyone else have issues with the CGI or anything? I for Cyborg, I thought he looked a lot better than I thought he was going to, and then what we had seen, because I thought, going in, he was the only one that I didn't care about. Sure. Yeah. And once he started on the screen, like, even though I guess some a lot of his his stuff was cut, too, I, I yeah. thought he ended up working, and he kind of won me over. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I thought, his, I thought his stuff was pretty sharp. Yeah. And I was, I think maybe because we got to see him there for a little bit, and he was pretty much covered up in the sweatsuit. Yeah. So I think it, he was gradually shown to us, and so it wasn't until a little bit into the movie that we got the full reveal. I think that that helped me kind of uh, warm up to him, I guess, to where probably upon second viewing or third viewing or ninth viewing, tenth, anyways, that then I'd really start to look closer and then maybe see it. But like my, my first viewing, it never took me out. Yeah, I mean, I agree that I think they handled the character really well. Um, it was just something jarring about when he, when it was full on cyborg body. So I don't know. For, yeah. Maybe I was paying I I was paying attention to it because it was utterly silent in my theater. Uh, <laughs> but it, it was it was uh, yeah, it just was jarring. I was to gonna me. say the only CGI I really had any issue with was the few times that you could tell they had taken out Henry Cavill's mustache. The mustache. What? Um, like you could you could t- that very first scene on the where yes. it was the phone and the kids talking about doing a podcast and interviewing him, you could tell that they had CGI'd like his lip, his mustache away. That's like, why it looked weird. <laughs> that's why it looked weird. Like, and there was a couple times that you could tell that his face was just off. Yeah. And it, I, I don't know if it's the same thing as, as you Kev, whether I was like looking for that kind of stuff to it's see. It's funny. Like, Cause I didn't notice that. I was looking for the mustache. That's funny. I did think that the, uh, what were the like the creatures that were like flies? What were they called? Like the wasp type things? Yeah. Terror demons. Yes, I was actually maybe because I was like front row, but they they are some of the only like minion type characters that really kind of freaked me out. So I did appreciate the the CGI in, yeah, in they look really good. Yeah, uh, yeah they look great. Yeah, my wife jumped yeah. during the one scene where it jumped out. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, maybe it's because it's a bug. I don't know, but there was something. <laughs> there's something you know about like a zombie yeah. bug. That's but that could be stupid. But they did really well. Who uh, am I on? Is it Craig? Are you next to tell me what worked for you? What didn't work for you? Sure, I can. I can always talk as much as you want. Yeah. <laughs> lay it down. Lay it down. Um, I mean, for things I'd like, I liked about it. I mean, I think I. I actually liked the two-hour running time. Unfortunately, BJ, I'm one of those people that's I'm just done with the three-hour <laughs> movies. So I liked that they were able to get it all in in two hours. 
I'm apparently a very busy person, at least in my own head. Um, <laughs> but uh, I actually really liked Aquaman. I thought they did him good. I thought they did. Jason, I thought Jason Momoa did a great job of it. I mean, I thought they actually they put some humor in there. I know. I just read something uh, today, actually, that he had an interview saying that everything that was on the cutting room floor could have almost been two Justice League movies because of how much backstory from him they actually oh, wow. took out. And I guess they just decided wow. to put into the Aquaman movie. Um, but I, I think mm. I think he did a great job, aside from the fact that obviously when he's standing there shirtless in the water, it's basically like a mirror <laughs> right. for me. It's pretty much the same thing. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, that, I think him and I think the humor they did with him and how he interacted with the rest of the team, I think was really good. I think they did. And I think they and Jason Momoa did a really good job with him. I, mean, I think uh, I have to applaud uh, who, whoever it was, Snyder or Whedon or just. DC Warner brothers. Like they made me care about a superhero that talks to fish. Like I really enjoyed him. Like it, it heightens that character. And I know like in the new 52, like he became a badass too in the comics and, and I never really read it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I always, I've never had like a impression of Aquaman that I was like, that's a hero that I want to like pay attention to. Uh, and I'm super like this movie did a couple things for me. And one of them is it made me super excited for the Aquaman, Aquaman movie we're getting next year. Right, exactly, which I wouldn't think would be a phrase anyone would ever utter <laughs> that they were super excited for an Aquaman movie. Yeah, uh, it's it's nuts that that's a, that they were able to. And another thing that this movie did for me is um, is Ben Affleck. I think for me, it reaffirmed that he's he's a really great Batman, and mm. like it's all like the news, especially recently, that he's trying to find a graceful way to exit. Like that to me sucks because this movie proved, if nothing else. If you hated this movie, I don't think you can say that he was a bad Batman in this movie. Honestly, like it was, yeah, like he proved himself now twice in in uh, Batman versus Superman and in this movie that he can be kind of like the 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 beacon of the movie. Oh yeah, I completely mm-hmm. agree. I mean, and I think he, like you said, the fact that he's trying to somehow bow out of it makes me upset because I, I mean, my favorite was Keaton, and now I think it's Affleck yeah. right after that now. I, I cannot agree more. I, I'm right there with you. Uh, Ryan, it's all on you now. Damn. Oh, what worked? What didn't? Something different that hasn't been said. Well, what worked <laughs> first off was definitely, I thought, the cast. I liked all of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always been a solo, like a solo guy. Um, I really liked the Clark and Lois scene. At the Kent, yeah. at the Kent house, yeah. it really made me like, oh, get us another Superman movie with those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprisingly, the Parademons kind of worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, as Charity discussed, the runtime it was kind of reassuring that the story was simple and in two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so see, now I'm just retreading on what everybody else has said. Uh, I'll say what didn't work for okay, me. What didn't work for me was Jason Momoa with the shirt off because it made me ashamed. <laughs> the, the Amazons with their revealing clothes because it made me ashamed. <laughs> the, I'd say Steppenwolf wasn't as bad. I thought he was actually kind of cool and kind of fun. It was just some of those close-ups yeah. on his face that was like, eh. It was kind of in and out. Sometimes it was fine. Other times it was just a little distracting. I think it was the close-ups for me. Mm. Yeah, it was it was the voice that was really just kind of like ah, who cares? That's fine. I like his voice. Uh, there you go. Right. Done. Uh, yeah, I uh, if, for me, like I, at some point in the movie, I was thinking it was like 
is that Liam Neeson doing the voice of of right. Because it was very, um, I don't know, it seems Taken-ish. very Neeson-like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, I, I know some of us have already touched on the cast, but, um, and Ryan, uh, we'll, we'll kind of start with you since you, you mentioned it uh, most recently. Um, the cast, like, across the board was great, no? Correct. No. Yes. <laughs> yes, no. Um, yes. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Way to be neutral. You know? <laughs> but I thought it, exactly. I, I really liked, I liked from Batman vs. Superman, even though it was very brief, when Affleck and Godot yeah. were together. Mm-hmm. But here, Ezra Miller, I, I don't, I haven't really seen much that Same he's here. ever been in. But I thought he was he was great. I liked his innocence. Momoa was just like this brute and badass that was great. And then Cyborg was kind of like the uh, I'd seen something that said it, like he was kind of like the heart of it. And I thought he I thought that was true. I thought yeah. that was legit. And so especially when they all just came together and Cavill was I don't know they just all worked and worked well mm-hmm. off of each other and everything. And I thought like bringing out they were they were fun together uh, uh the one that had the biggest challenge for me uh not that my you know they they don't know who i am was ezra miller because i'm a, they do too kevin <laughs> I, I well if miller is listening to this then he'll know he has my approval <laughs> and and that's that was a hard thing to give because i'm such a grant gustin fan um i yeah. love that berlanti verse it is uh, to me like the greatest thing on television right now over there on the cw um and i like my only issue that I take with Ezra Miller being in this movie is that the whole reason Snyder said that I grant wouldn't work for the film is because it's a completely different tone. But I would argue that Miller was just doing his version of Grant Gustin's flash. Like it was very similar in tone. I think in concept, it was very different, but then by the end it morphed into pretty much the yeah, same. It's just a lighthearted. And, and I, that's what I want from a flash. I don't want a broody flash. I want, I want a lighthearted yeah. flash. Um, Craig, um, I was I was on board with everybody, but I think I'd actually have to disagree with you guys that I wasn't on board with Ezra Miller as a Flash. I thought he was decent, and I don't know how much of it is more of the writing and how much is his acting style or choices. But I, I mean, to me, he was basically just being Spider-Man, like from Civil War, where he was you know the innocent guy sort of thrown in, didn't really know what was happening, like so he just you know was being Barry Allen the whole time. Because they actually, if you didn't notice, they never called him the Flash; they just called him Barry. Yeah, wasn't it him and, and Cyborg? They didn't. They didn't name them, right? Was, yeah, they didn't actually name them or say anything. Yeah, uh, so but they you know, apparently what? not getting their names to their movie. Without like that type of Flash in this movie, we don't get that scene where him and and uh, Batman like talk, and and it's like one of the most Batman scenes ever, where. You know he right. That is great. He yeah. says all I do is run around and push people, and, and Batman says all you have to do is save one. Like that scene there is one of the greatest scenes in the movie, and it's it's one of the like most Batman scene ever. Yeah, that I would definitely agree with. I mean, I think he did well with the rest of the cast, with the rest of the characters in there. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like it was just, and like I said, I don't know how much was him and how much was sort of the writing style for him, but I feel like it was just a little too similar to to Spider Man and Civil War for me. Um, Interesting. That, yeah, I, I wonder. That sounds more of like a writing right, thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if you were to throw Grant Gustin in that role um, and and pretend he was never the Flash, I don't think your I don't think your opinion would change. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and I and I agree. I mean, I'm all for Grant Gustin. The fact that they didn't use him still seems surprising to me because you got an entire fan base that might have put that movie over a hundred million dollars if they just. Don't I know. could talk an hour 
on why it's wrong that they didn't include the Berlanti verse into the movie verse. But that's a topic for another day. No problem, Ken. We'll do that after we record this roundtable. <laughs> Me and you can do a whole okay. Berlanti verse podcast because we don't do enough. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, BJ, same question about the cast. Uh, I actually wanted to see uh, more uh, J.K. Simmons, actually, because yeah. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen moving forward. I know he wasn't going to play a big part. Um, I mean, I always love uh, Ben Affleck and Jeremy Irons together. Uh, their chemistry is great. I always enjoy that. Um, I'm kind of the same way with The Flash. I mean, uh, I mean, it has to do with the writing, but it was kind of campy a little bit. Because, I mean, as soon as he said that about Civil War Spider-Man, it just... Um, I had the movie playing today uh, where I work, and then it just it was yeah very campy. And mm. uh, but every I mean I mean everybody else kind of gels together with that. But I mean I know what they kind of did with the writing because um, even my son, who a uh, huge uh, uh, WB Flash fan, even he said something about it like he would prefer. Um, he was. Was, uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of it had to do with riding with Ezra Miller, but he, he would have preferred the other Flash to be in there. And it makes sense. I've watched it with him. But Jason Momona, I mean, he is a sexy beast, though. Good lord. Right? Isn't he? <laughs> Even my, my wife, I said, uh, my wife of 16 years, I said, Steph, like, if he, you know, if he hit on you, like, you have to. Like, that's that's a rule. Yeah. <laughs> if I he hit, hit on, on me, shirt, I'd have to. Yeah, if I, yeah. if I looked like that, I would never wear a shirt. Right. No, never. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, see, I, I agree. It's like often I wonder, like, what separates me from like the like wearing a shirt all the time, everywhere in the shower, to to everyone else <laughs> that like is normal and can take their shirt off wherever. And I realize it's because I am like on the scale of like Jason Momoa and Kevin Smith, I'm very close to Kevin Smith. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, it's it's yeah I, w- I wish I looked like that just so I could like I would just I would walk I would shovel the snow in nothing but like a bathing suit like that's that's how I would live my life uh, Casey you'd be so uh, hot it would melt <laughs> yeah it's, I wouldn't even need a shovel I just need to stand there and just radiate. stand there yeah <laughs> uh, Casey what did you think of the cast in this in this flick I mean, it'd be really easy to just, like, agree with everybody and whatever. But The Flash was my favorite. I, okay. I'm i a big fan of Ezra Miller. I, it might stem from Perks of Being a Wallflower, where I saw him first. Um, and then he was in the Harry Potter movie and stuff. But I somehow, like, I really related to him because I liked his... I liked how it was written. I know that it seemed a little forced with his like, like what is brunch? I don't understand these social constructs, but like, I feel that so hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, why is everyone taking so long? I don't understand what this group mentality is. Like, I feel that to my core. So I was the only one in the theater, literally laughing out loud at his lines. Um, But, and uh, with Jason, I thought he was really pretty. I I thought he... I thought he had a lot of like potential to be, um, you know, this brooding, cool, like Aquaman guy, his scenes, except for one were like almost there for me, but not a hundred percent. And I don't know if it's cause they cut stuff out from him or not. Um, but the one scene I really did love how it was done was when he was, uh, sitting on the, the rope of truth or whatever that is. Her, her lasso. Her, um, yeah, the lasso. You know, 
your lasso yeah and uh, and he's like starting to say all these like things just from his head and you're just like he's you realize he's sitting on it I, somebody said that was from the comics um i didn't know that but yeah so i, I appreciated that and i i like that i liked cyborg i really i really thought they did that character justice and he's a smart intelligent you know like it could have gone a lot of ways and i think they did a really good job with that, and I love Wonder Woman. Not a hundred percent Batfleck fan, unfortunately. I I think he looks a little silly in <gasps> the costume. Why are we friends with you, Casey? Yeah. I don't even. Understand. I just think. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I don't even know you. I feel like he doesn't. I feel like he's like you know, kind of. He's he doesn't have a true dark side for me, which I feel Batman should kind of sit into a little bit more. Did you feel this way about like in Batman versus Superman as well? Like the one shining spot in yeah. this movie, him and Wonder Woman, the only things that that were like a beacon of hope of that movie. You did not like him. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I just I don't know. I that's just a pers- personal preference, but I think as a team, they he complimented the the tone of the the cast really well so so who is your batman i mean i like i know i i really i really like the dark knight i really like the dark knight and i just feel like that's how it should batman okay. should be done okay, let me let me ask you about the dark knight what is the okay. most forgettable performance in that movie out of out of your three main characters the most for- I don't know who did I, I would have forgotten. It's it's Bale. <laughs> Heath Ledger yeah. and Aaron Eckhart blow Bale's performance out of the water in that movie. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, I guess I just am nostalgic. I, if I watched it again recently, I probably would feel differently. So I'll go do that. I I would. I'll go do that and let you. I would know. love to hear your take on nineteen. Have you watched the the Keaton Batman's? Oh, I haven't in a really long time. But maybe we should go through. I want. We'll do an episode. Yes. I, where we compare them. Oh god, that, that's that's a good episode. Uh, why? Well, Craig, like, what? Who is your favorite? You like you like? No, mine, him? mine is Keaton by far. Yeah, yes, okay. by far. Great. That might have been because I was 11 years old when it came out, and so right, it impressed on my head, and that's why I have a Batman tattoo. But right, I'll say it's because mm-hmm. he, was a, he was a better actor. Do you like Affleck? Yeah, I, I would definitely put Affleck as number two. I mean, Bale. Okay. That as as much as I enjoyed the Dark Knight trilogies and all that, I. And I know that it was a choice he made. I can't get over that voice. I don't know yeah, why he right? did it. It just seems weird. It, and it, every time I watch it, it takes me like a good 20 minutes to get out of the fact that I don't understand why he's doing it. Right. <laughs> well, and I, th- and I think Affleck has a lot in common with uh, Batman with all his demons that he's had even in his personal life. Oh, That's yeah, true. exactly. That's why I think he's good at this older sort of, you know, grizzled Batman as opposed to, you know, young playboy Batman. Oh, that's true. And and I think Ben Affleck also is maybe one of the best Bruce Waynes we've had. Yeah. Um, you know, he he does that role because really that well. was also yeah. his life at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. True. Uh, all right. Uh, so a couple more questions I have about this movie. Um, but before we, I, I, I gotta say 47 minutes in or so we've done really well, not spoiling this movie. Oh, I spoiled a little uh, bit, I think. 
It's all right though. Yeah, no, I and there's nothing that's made. No, I don't care if you're listening to this. You watched the movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you didn't watch it yet, you're just dumb. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was, I, and I do agree. I do agree with that. Uh, I want to uh, see how this movie ranks for the rest of the DCEU with you guys. Uh, I think I know where um, where it is for most of you. I think Craig is going to surprise me, but so we're going to save him for last. Uh, let's go with Ryan. Ryan, where? How does this film rank with the rest of the DCEU? Uh, so what do you mean by how does it rank? Do I need to give like a running order of one through five or? No, you don't have to rank all of them. Like, where, like is it, what, what movies were better than this in the DCEU? Oh, okay. Wonder Woman. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man of Steel. Okay, well, that's where we're going to disagree. <laughs> and I, like, it's right on, I think right on par with Batman versus okay. Batman v Superman as far as like for me. I forgot about um, your feelings on that movie. <laughs> Suicide Squad is a pile of dog shit in a toilet with dog shit. I hate that. So, uh, yeah, there you go. But it's kind of, like, interchangeable. I feel like Wonder Woman is, like, the best movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the rest are just kind of, like, how entertained are you? Um, that's that's one way to go about it, yeah. It's up there with – yeah, there you okay. go. I did it. I forgot that you were going to be the like the most neutral person on this because I forgot that you liked those other. Uh... I'm so no. <laughs> let me tell you though, Suicide Squad is a piece of shit. Uh, well, we can all agree on that, right? Did anyone here like Suicide Squad? I like the soundtrack. That's about it. Yeah, it was a good soundtrack. Hey, there. Yeah, I like yeah. the trailer. Yeah, yeah, the, the trailer, trailer was, was real good. Uh, I liked the first like, awesome. twenty minutes. <laughs> I I didn't make it that far into it. I fell asleep before Casey fell asleep. That's... I mean. I, uh, yeah, that's about as far as I got. I like Batman's well, appearances in it. There you that go. That was Casey's least favorite part, apparently, because she doesn't <laughs> like Batfleck. Uh, that's true. Uh, yeah. where does this movie yeah. fall in the DCEU yeah. for you? I mean, obviously, I mean, I think, obviously, Wonder Woman is, I mean, that was the one I enjoyed the most from, like, felt real smooth start to start to finish. Ah, uh, I mean, Suicide Squad was <laughs> obviously a piece of shit because... I can't stand to watch that one. Batman versus Superman. I think my problem is is like I get I'm biased because I want to like them all, and I just don't like them. Other people don't like them, just not to like them. But it's uh, I don't know. It's it's still too soon. Almost see where I want to rank it at because I just mm-hmm. want to watch it a few more times and see how it grows on me. But I mean, I think I think don't it's a it. step up. I think it's a step up in the right direction. Um, compared to a lot of some of the other stuff that they have put out since, I mean, I like, I mean, I like the, uh, Man of Steel, Man of Steel, but I, I still like this one a little bit more than Man of Steel. I mean, I really do. Yeah. I, I agree that it's in the right direction. Um, it's, it's, uh, Look, Wonder Woman there, is buddy. obviously <laughs> the, the best movie to come out of that DCEU. Uh, and, uh, Casey and I, we did a whole, um, episode on it. So, you know, we, my, I, our feelings have been made public wholeheartedly i'm sure everyone else's has been as well um but uh as far as everything else in that dceu like i don't know i I was not a fan of man of steel uh at all uh not a fan of suicide squad uh just like casey i fell asleep during it (laughs) napping in theaters awesome (laughs) i didn't even see the theater because oh okay i I wanted to but then everyone that that i knew that went to go see it opening weekend was like Hey man, don't go see this. Like the benefit of having kids is that like 
I don't waste money on opening uh, weekends anymore. Oh, well, I was on a date, so that was also terrible. That <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. I know. That's what I'm saying. This movie ruined a lot for him. Uh, what, if, what would have happened if that movie was good? That we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. I was also on a date. Well, Justice League went well. <laughs> So you'll be Casey Smith soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to ruin it. Uh, uh, and, and what else? Since uh, and Batman versus Superman, I will say that when I eventually saw that movie uh, on HBO or something, like I didn't hate it. Like I thought I was going to hate it, but it's still like I think it goes Wonder Woman Justice League for me. Like Justice League, while it's no Wonder Woman, it's definitely uh, took. Like I think it's learned a lot from past movies, and it's it's definitely a step in the right direction. Like uh, BJ said, who uh, I think dropped. Uh, is BJ? Are you there? No. Nah. Yeah, I think. Oh, no, BJ. So so hopefully he'll be back. Come back. Hopefully BJ. he'll be back. But uh, Casey, what what's where do you rank uh, Justice League? Uh, I mean, like three, uh, three ish. I mean, there's such a big, but there's such a drastic difference between Wonder Woman and Justice League, though. Like, there is still, there's still a huge gap. I mean, I I still say I like uh, Dark Knight more than Wonder Woman, even though Wonder Woman. Now, Nolan's movies aren't DCEU. Keep that in mind. the DCEU for oh, me. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're saying I need, to, about- I need to cross off 1989 Batman? <laughs> yeah, if we're, do, if we're going to include all of <laughs> Okay. Let me redo my list. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, what year are we talking about? Wait. We're talking Man of Steel forward. Like, that's Man of Steel births the, the DC city. I mean, universe. I guess I'd put this as two. I mean, can I count yeah. Wonder Woman 2 even though it hasn't come out yet? That's and, really like, <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to give that number two. Wonder Woman, yeah. Wonder Woman 2, and then maybe Justice League. I don't know, Aquaman? Uh, well, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 2, Wonder Woman 3, and then... Aquaman, maybe 3, and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's... It's, I like how it kind of seemed like, oh, really? Well, I guess Wonder Woman, and then yeah. all the rest. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. They're just a big pile of crap. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, like, Justice <laughs> yeah. League, the reason I think Justice League is so good is because it reminds me of an actual, like, comic book movie. It's just a lot of fun. Like, you go into that movie, and... Uh, with no expectations yeah. and you walk out with like, Hey man, this was like a comic book brought to life. And that's what these movies should be um, at the end of the day. And if they do something like wonder yeah. Woman, where they actually make you feel, and they actually make you like, I don't know, like, you know, I, I think you and I were talking about it, Casey, where like, I saw that movie and I was like, I, you know, not in the same way you, you identified with wonder woman, but I was able as a male to be like, man, like I wish I was a badass like wonder woman. Um, so like they're not all going to be Wonder Woman, but yeah. uh, you, you want them to be at least all Justice Leagues or all yes. Avengers, where like it's just a fun time, right? Yeah. Um, all right, Craig. Uh, where, where does I, this movie rank for you? Well, if we're going to get technical, because I will, um, I would actually put <laughs> DVD director's cut of Batman what? Superman Whoa. above Wonder Woman. Wow. Don't don't get angry at my feelings. (laughs) Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. I applaud your bull. But I enjoyed Wonder Woman a lot. I thought it was really good. And like I said, I I feel there's some hole in my heart that is somehow filled by Batman. Mm. When I see him on screen, it makes me happier. So I'm I'm going to put director's... But it very specifically has to be DVD director's cut 
because somehow that extra like thirty minutes I, made the whole movie actually make sense um, and actually mean something. I agree. Yeah, I haven't seen the director's cut yet, so I, I can't comment. What, what are you doing? Can't, if you already hate it, it's not going to change. It's not going to help. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I'll agree with you there. It's not going to solve that. But I would put that Wonder Woman and then Justice League right afterwards. Follow very closely. Wonder Woman and Justice League very close for me. But I would put Justice League third above whatever that Suicide Squad pile of crap was. Yeah. And I'm just not. I mean, and that's probably also my own personal feelings. The Man of Steel's. I was. I enjoyed. I obviously watched, but you know. Much of what is sort of was my problem with Justice League too is he's so strong, and his characters literally can do so much that it's it, the movies aren't as exciting for me. Yeah, because yeah. unless you throw in Kryptonite, he really like once he came into the fight, the fight was over. Like, yeah, sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, once Superman uh, came back to life, for all of you losers that are listening before you see the movie. <laughs> Um, 56 minutes and you just spoiled, uh, just spoiled the movie did. hopefully they figured it out by now so close. they could have seen half the movie by this yeah. point I think he's come <laughs> back already that's true well, and, you know I, someone, I saw somewhere on twitter someone say uh, something like they were upset about that and they were like it's you know uh, you can't save the world on your own dot 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 unless you're superman yeah pretty much that's what happened he pretty much saved everything yeah. Uh, and I do, I think, you know, as much as I enjoyed, um, like this version of Superman, I really enjoyed, like, I didn't like, Oh yes, much better. I, I did not like him in Man of Steel, did not like, really like him in Batman versus Superman. Um, he was a lot more lighthearted, just, you know, I, you know, and even when he wasn't, even when he was, you know, crazy zombie sp- Superman, um, he, he, even that worked for me. Like it just made his character made sense in this movie. Yeah, I think adding the humor in makes it makes him more appealing. Like you know, mm-hmm. we're 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 just going full blown spoiler at this point, right? Like, oh, I mean, I guess I'll 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 pre-record a spoiler alert at the top of the okay, podcast. Good. But, yeah. but when when him and Cyborg like pull the mother boxes apart, yeah, yeah. and he actually is like he was like oh he was like I wish I was dead now. Yeah, yeah. Like, this I'm in so much pain. Like that was funny. Like, yes. And I like that. I like that funny. I think that's that's kind of how you need to make Superman to make him relatable. Otherwise, he's just some superpowered being that can pretty much do anything. Exactly. And it gives him like he seems. Uh, Superman is supposed to be like the one that feels the most human out of all of us when he's not a human, and he he didn't feel like that until this movie. Right. The other movies, he didn't feel human at all. Yeah, and me and one of my co-hosts on Take Two, Brian, fight about this pretty much all the time because he's a big Superman mark since he named his child Kent, but we won't get into that <laughs> session. Um, but yeah, like that's just sort of, uh, you know, I feel that if you don't sort of try to humanize him and make him not this all-powerful being that can pretty much do anything, then it's not as much fun to watch. It's, yeah. He's, he just, he always wins. Like, and not because he, not because he's the good guy, but he just always wins because he can't lose. Uh, I agreed. Um, I have two questions left and this, this one will, will, I mean, we're going to officially spoil some stuff now cause we're going to talk those oh, yeah. end credit scenes. Uh, I, I, there was two for, you know, I hope you all stayed for, for both of them. Uh, they, uh, what did you guys think of the, the end credit scenes? Let's talk the first one first. Um, the Superman, and again, spoilers, uh, 59 minutes into the to the, the podcast here. Uh, Superman and the Flash <laughs> doing uh, uh, Who's Faster? How, what did you guys think of that? <laughs> I mean, I thought there was a nice little nod. That was a, a fan sort of nod thing, because yeah. that's happened a few times in the comic books and even in the cartoons and stuff. 
Um, but then if you want to get technical, Superman's flying and he's running. That's not the same thing. It <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> Superman can turn the world backwards when he flies, according to um, Christopher Reeve. So <laughs> well, I don't think that's fair. Uh, Casey, was that you that went, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to read that. Uh, I mean, like, uh, it was a cute scene and I like the flash. <laughs> I was just like, what? I was just like, because I was expecting the final scene. Okay. So when that happened, I was like, really? Really? It wasn't even like f- that funny. It wasn't like a Deadpool scene at the end no, where you're no, like, no. oh, so glad I stayed. You're like, really? And then I, you know. Well, and, and that when this scene happened, like the first thing that went my mind is that Supergirl did it better because on uh, season yeah. one, Supergirl and the Flash race. And I think Supergirl actually ran. She didn't fly, if I remember correctly. She did exactly, yeah, because she's not a cheater. <laughs> and, uh, but I, Casey, I will agree with you that, like, I, I was like, all right, well, I guess that's the the end scene. And because there was only ten people in my theater, half of them left, and I was like, well, oh, shit, like, should I stay till the very end? Why, why do people do that? Right. What are, what are people doing? Right. Don't you know you have to stay till the end at this point? Like, <laughs> and and I guess some people like the, some people saw that that as the scene. I'm like, all right, we can leave now. And I of course stay because I was like, I'm not going to be the a hole, especially when I'm doing a podcast about this that leaves now because I'm sure then I'll miss something. Right. Um, that would have been really funny podcast radio though if you yeah. had left. And we were the only ones that saw the scene. Yeah. Ex- well, and I think that if they, if that was the only scene we got, this this race one, I would, I would have the eh feeling as well. Yeah. But I would have dropped the movie below Suicide Squad, though. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. It's that bad. Um, but I definitely would have. It, it like what I would have been mad that I stayed. Uh, yeah. Instead, like, were any was anyone surprised? Like, I was super surprised about Deathstroke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because well, I had forgotten all about yeah, it. Yeah, like I knew he was coming because they were saying he was going to be the villain in the next Batman movie. I didn't know he was going to come in here. I was more surprised about Lex because they said he was cut out of the whole thing. Right. So I didn't think yeah. he was going to be in it at all. Once once that second scene started, I kind of had a feeling that it was leading towards Lex. It was either Lex or the or Joker is what I was feeling there in, in that initial mm-hmm. moment. But once once um it was confirmed that it was uh Lex, I, like I was totally surprised by Deathstroke only because like they've been so like quiet on that matter they've been so like well we don't know what we're doing like even with the the announcement of the deathstroke solo movie like it was just assumed um he was going to be in the role because he was going to be in a batman but they even said like he hasn't signed anything so to see uh john what's his last name dimaggio not dimaggio no i don't Mag- know Mag- yeah. i want to say margiano yes, something like that John M. Johnny M. Dude from uh, Magic Mike. Manganello. Manganello. Oh, yeah. Yes. Manganello. Yeah. Manganello. Magic, Magic Mike. He danced in the gas station. You know what I'm talking about, Casey. Yes. So you know. Yes. I do know. I got you. <laughs> you know what's up. You know what's up. But see, like when he unmasked, like that was like that was like I was the only one in the theater. That, like, and I, I mean, I was only one of five people at this point. But I was like, "You are the only one in the theater." <laughs> you and the cleanup crew were like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> well, <laughs> but I was, I was, I was the only one that went, "Holy crap!" Because like I wasn't expecting it to be him. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, what were your thoughts on that ending? That real end credits theme. I well. I knew that he was training because, you know, 
I I know what's up. Like he, I he goes your gym. I know. I just I guess watch social media and stuff. Like I was aware of. I, I'm aware of his movements uh, as a human being. You don't buy that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <He's still> looking. <laughs> yeah, so I knew that he was like... You're treading on stalkerish now. And every time I drive by his house, he's working out in his living room. I I guess it's... I wasn't, su- I wasn't surprised, but I was excited because I had forgot. Okay. Yeah, and I was glad. It was like kind of the epic scene that I wanted in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess we'll... I was like, oh... Maybe a better movie's coming soon. I don't know. I don't know. It gave me hope for the future. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, BJ, are you are you back with us? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, okay. Hey, hey BJ. Yeah, I just welcome back. We had a power surge at my house, and everything kind of just went haywire. The only person I can't hear is Craig. Everybody else I can hear. Weird. Yeah. Wow. So uh, but we spoiled the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All you missed was us spoiling the movie, and and. Uh, <laughs> Craig being in love with Batman versus Superman, the director's cut. Yeah, but I was. Oh, and Joe Manganiello yeah. dancing yeah. at a gas station. Yeah, I was. Only, I've been only gone for about. Um, I was only gone for about ten minutes, and I just kind of marinated for a minute here. Um, okay, so unless anyone else has anything to say about the end credits, I have one final question that has to be asked. Well, I kind of have one about the end credits. Lay so. it on me, Ryan. No, all right. So you can answer this too. So, do you think that it's ever going to pay off? Ooh, it's it's DC, which means no. <laughs> because I've always kind of been a like a post credits. Yeah, eh, it doesn't end up meaning anything. But, but a lot of like, sorry to jump to like Marvel stuff, but it's, a lot of them can tease something about the next movie that's in development and it's coming. So you know, oh well, it's about that movie that's coming. But this, it's just very like. Uh, okay, that's awesome. But are we only going to see Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke for thirty-four seconds, and that's that it? is my fear because uh, I, that, like, to me is just was this, it was a huge like shock for me because again, it's it's been radio silent on whether he's going to be in the Batman or whether you know he's actually going to be in the Deathstroke movie if the Deathstroke movie actually moves yeah. past you know whatever phase it's in. Um, for for me, uh, my biggest uh, issue uh, with this one is like DC seems to be moving away from that Marvel method and they seem to be moving towards a director focused method which I think is great I think that's what they should do but that means like these end credit scenes are either they either need to be more like the Flash versus uh, Superman race um, or they need to have less meaning than, than what the Lex Luthor Deathstroke one had because who knows if it's going to pay off yeah. I have a new theory. Oh. What if Joss Whedon threw that in at the end because he wants to direct the Deathstroke movie? Cool. Ooh. And now he's like, now you guys have to do it. And guess what? You have to hire me. I, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Don't... I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes total sense to me. Secure your own. I want, I want Joss Whedon to direct all the movies. So I'm okay with that. They didn't really give him the credit. No, it just got story by, I think. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's it's, a directed by Zack Snyder and story by Joss Whedon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, Maybe he did it for that reason. Well, and he's he's got Batgirl coming up, I, I assume. Does I, does Batgirl have a date yet? I don't think so. Uh, 
No, he was he was announced, and then nothing's happened since. I don't even think Batgirl has a Batgirl yet. No. Nah. No. I think they got distracted. Yeah, there's no casting or release date to report. Wait, wait is this yeah. the secret stuff you're not telling us about, Casey? <laughs> no. Oh my god, that'd be so cool! <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, toss my, I'll toss my support behind that. Yeah, you guys, we should get me cast as yeah. Batgirl. Hashtag Casey for Batgirl. Let's start a campaign. Casey for Batgirl. Now, here's the question. When Casey becomes Batgirl, when does she ever do Everything is Awesome or Take Two again? Every single oh, never. time. Oh, never. <laughs> All the time. No, we, we will so fall by the wayside. She will not care about us one bit. You're the only people I'll care about. <laughs> I just feel like Kevin... Who? Kevin Gulliger? What? No. Fuck that dude. I don't know him. I'm loyal. <laughs> No. Um, all right, final question, uh, and we'll, we'll give some, uh, BJ some airtime since he uh, got disconnected for a bit. Um, we this question I think we have to we have to talk is how does Justice League compare to Avengers? Uh, Avengers as uh, just as a whole, or just or compared to a certain movie, or just yeah, uh, comparing Justice League with the very first Avengers movie. Uh, I actually like this better than the first Avengers movie. Oh, intriguing. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, because where I work at right now, Avengers is playing, Civil War is playing, all those are, uh, luckily I'm in control of all the movies that work, so we get to play them all at work, and um, obviously when Avengers first came out, it was amazing, because you finally got to see them come together, but I just, uh, I've always been more of a DC person, um, and I I think that, I think I'm just biased more, Um, I mean, Avengers is obviously, I just watched it again the other day, but I, I don't, I I don't know. I just really anytime that has Batman in it, I think I'm just so biased to it that nothing else compares to it. Is there and, any other hero that is like that? Where like, oh well, Batman's in it, so I'm gonna love it. No, <laughs> no. Casey, they say Batman. I don't care what the rest of the sentence is. I'm like done. What's now, up, Casey? There. I feel like you have a different answer. Uh, I I mean, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like the obvious answer. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, there's a huge argument for that now, especially after that movie was so successful. And like, did any of anyone else notice that like the marketing for Justice League, like it, it's after the success of Wonder Woman, it slowly skewed towards her as like the focus, and like she was kind of in the center of poster. Oh yeah, yeah. The trailer was yeah. the heart bursting through yeah. that bank. They had to, right? <laughs> had to. Right. Do you think that they added all the her bank bits? Like, you know what I mean? Because those were great, but those also didn't tie into anything else. Well, I think, if I remember correctly, they were in... They're in the Comic-Con trailer. Yeah, they were in the Comic-Con trailer, so I don't... I, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think... I, I just think they, post-Wonder Woman, changed a lot of the marketing to be focus on her a lot uh, because honestly in in the world of the dceu man of steel on um she's kind of yeah. like the golden child there uh, she you know she's the one that's critically and and i think aud- with the audiences like she's just the most well uh received yeah absolutely for good reason yeah. uh while we're talking to you casey what is your thoughts on justice league versus avengers one i have to be honest i didn't really start getting into the marvel movies until they were funny <laughs> Um, like, you know, like both of these, I guess they're both like traditionally 
like checked checked all the boxes of yep this is this is a comic book movie and it had a story check and like it was well done uh production wise check the end i couldn't five years from now i will not be able to tell you what this movie was about and uh, same with avengers i could i couldn't tell you what that was about yeah i think that's an accurate statement and i with avengers i here's where i think um avengers for me like what that had going for it was years of other movies so that when they finally got together it was a big deal like it was a you know everyone was hyped for it mm-hmm. but right as you said it is like a comic movie it's it's a comic book brought to life and whereas i probably have i've seen it a couple times so i kind of remember the story you know in better detail than than you probably do it is you're right a almost a forgettable film in the sense that like oh you know what i saw avengers and i really liked it but uh, they, they got together for something um, and, and Coulson right. had to die for it. And to me, like, again, Coulson dying for that, as I mentioned earlier, it works. I think, I guess in, in that movie, it's just, I, I don't know. I think it was a, like a workaround uh, uh, that they couldn't, they wrote themselves into a corner maybe and couldn't figure out how to get the team together and let's, Hey, let's kill Coulson. Whereas justice league, pretty much just like Avengers in my opinion is just a comic book brought to life. And it's like you said, it's probably going to be a forgettable film in a couple of years and it's going to be, Oh yeah. Justice league was that film where like everyone from DC got together and they had to fight this thing. Um, and it's going to be, I think remembered well, but it's not going to, no one's going to remember the actual story. Um, and like I said, justice league, I think, right. whereas all the like Avengers had the hype of all the previous movies to get you behind it. Um, I think the big hype for me with Justice League is just the way the team came together because it was yeah. way more natural. Yeah. I can't stress that enough. Agreed. Uh, Craig, your thoughts? Um, well, I hate to be boring, but I, I kind of completely agree with you, Kevin. Like, I mean, I, I think that the way that the team was brought together in Justice League just made more sense and just seemed yeah. um, like it, it – even with Avengers, when I watched it, even watching it for the first time, it seemed like it, you knew it was coming. You knew that this was going to happen in this movie. You knew that it was going to be two sort of factions against each other. And they just sort of like, well, we'll we'll just pick teams like a dodgeball game and just mm-hmm. sort of like decide who goes on which side. It didn't make as much sense as I feel all of these um, ones getting together for Justice League to fight Steppenwolf just made a little more sense. And I think, yeah. I think, I think feeling natural, I think, is the perfect way. Like you said, it's just... It, it works more. Mm-hmm. And so I think in general, I'd probably put justice league above it, but not by much. Yeah. And I, and I don't think I would put for me, I think they're on equal playing fields. Like I don't think I can put one above the other. They both have, you know, pros and cons and they both, I think, you know, Casey said it, I've said it like they both are just comic books brought to life and that it's, they're both very fun movies to watch. They're both, I think they do what a comic book movie should do. And they, and they make you forget life for two hours and, uh, you know, you smile when you get out. Uh, Ryan, uh, Mr. Mr. Dark Knight News, <laughs> your unbiased, your oh, unbiased okay. thoughts on Justice League and Avengers. Unbiased, yeah. Batman is a hack. DC sucks. Bring on Marvel. Uh, I would watch this before Avengers any day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took me a long time to get on board with Avengers in a like fully positive way because I just found it it was just too like eh meh and I, I think it was also just everyone around me saying how great and wonderful the Avengers is you just kind of <laughs> want to be a little pisser and be like nope it's not that great shut your face holes <laughs> uh, yeah exactly <laughs> shut those face holes but I, I guess I could say that 
Avengers is probably like the better movie, but for me, I'm much more entertained with Justice League. Granted, I saw it once, but instantly how I watched that compared to Avengers, it was like, yeah, I had a lot more fun and enjoyed this more. Mm. Completely unbiased. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like the way you feel about Justice League is kind of the way I feel about both of them. I just, it's, um, I, I, I just, I, I think the solo movies is where I know Marvel excels at more so than their their team outings. Um, and mm-hmm. eh, DC, the the word still needs to be uh, figured out on DC. I guess we'll see with Aquaman um, how yeah. that goes. But yeah, I mean, overall, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that this movie exists. Uh, it's better than, I guess, no Justice League, no? Sure. <laughs> sure. We all also noticed sure. that Kev gave us a question that he refuses to answer, right? No, I answered. I, <laughs> I said... <laughs> I said that they're the, the, not. Hmm, they're not. You said both was your answer. Oh well, I. I yeah. What? What's that? <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, I, I know. I was way more excited for Avengers uh, at the time when it was about to come out because I was a again. I mean, really, DC wasn't a thing other than maybe Man of Steel at the time, and. Um, so I just I was always and I've always been more of a Marvel kid when I was growing up, except for Batman. Batman was the only DC thing I was ever into. Damn right. Uh, and I mean, and, and I would say up until I was like thirty three years old uh, or thirty two, whenever whenever Wonder Woman came out, that was like Wonder Woman's the first movie uh, that came out that made me care about anything besides Batman. Um, uh, so props again, props that's, that shows the power of that character. Uh, or at least Gal Gadot and, and Patty Jenkins. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think Justice League is the, I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't, I don't have, I don't like one more than the other. I think they're, they're pretty equal. Um, I think there's pros and cons. Like I said, I think the Justice League, the way that they, if I had to pick one, the way that they put the team together makes that movie edge out ever so slightly. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> and uh, BJ, good job, Kevin. BJ is BJ is back, but apparently he lost my audio. So. No, I have you now. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. There's a real bad storm blowing over top of the uh, where I'm at right now. So well, and I, I never use this computer ever. I do everything on my iPhone, and now I don't use a computer that often. Well, the good news is we're about ready to wrap, so let's get to that point of the show where. Um, we we get to uh, let people plug their stuff, and we'll start with BJ, and, and uh, so the storm doesn't take him out again. BJ, tell people where they can find you and where they can listen to you and all that good stuff. Uh, my Twitter is at the BJ Robbins. Um, I am um, uh, our show is called Smugcast on Twitter. It's at Smugcast. It's available wherever you get podcasts. Um, that's that's basically the only thing that I do. So if um, if you guys ever need anything, just feel free to reach out. Uh, BJ, thanks for being part of this. And uh, in case you drop out, I just wanted to get make sure I got that in there. Uh, and- no, I appreciate it. As always, man. All right. And uh, Craig, where can people find you? Um, you can find us on uh, Take Two Podcasts. You can find us on iTunes. Um, like I mentioned, we have multiple co- podcasts. Pretty much one every at least other day comes out of various topics yes, at this point. So, well, we have the beauty of having seven different hosts that just rotate okay. depending on our schedules. Okay. So we have anywhere, our, we have our main weekly show, which comes out every Tuesday where we talk about movies and reviews and films and the box office and stuff like that. So that's two to four of us, depending on who's available. Um, but you can find us uh, at take two podcasts 
um, on Twitter. We're Take2Podcast.com where we put up reviews of all the movies. And I think I actually just put up the Justice League one right before I got on with you guys. So there's a Justice League review up there already um, that people can go read. Awesome, awesome. Craig, thank you for doing this uh, and taking time out of your day. I know as a fellow East Coaster, it's, uh, it's late. So thank you. Anything for you, Kevin, anything. Well, that's that's so nice. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> uh, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on the Twitter at Lauer, spelled like lower, underscore Ryan. All that's on there is stuff about Batman and some movie stuff. And then I write for DarkNightNews.com. Uh, and uh, excellent writer for DarkNightNews.com. I love Stop I, it, I, I love. The uh, the group pieces you do, uh, like the like, who's your favorite Batman? What's your favorite Batman movie? Uh, the time and energy that must take. Uh, I really enjoy it. Well, thank you, sir. Um, for those that don't know, I this I, I, I quote unquote work. I don't know if we want to say work, but I I also write for Dark Knight News. At least by the time this episode drops, uh, this, it's probably my last day when this episode drops. So yeah, I, uh, I fired Kevin. <laughs> So this is really awkward. This is a really awkward it's podcast. Really awkward. We had to not yeah. yell at each other about this. <laughs> you are fired. Anyways, thanks for having me on. Kevin. Yes, thank you for doing the show. And uh, for to, to both uh, you and Craig, we'll have to get you guys on for solo outings so that you can catch Definitely. up to uh, the episode count that uh, BJ and Casey are slowly gathering. Uh, That's gonna be. Rough. And this podcast got me. This podcast already got me two wow. new followers. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is that is huge for me. I had a big day. Thanks. It's a little uh, awkward considering that three of us didn't know you, so obviously one of us didn't follow you. Uh, <laughs> awkward. Anyway, oddly yeah. enough, I unfollowed yep. you today. So, <laughs> damn it, you're fired. Uh, Casey, where can people find you and and all the things that you do? Because uh, you're a busy, busy. Hollywood type. Well, you can find me at hey underscore case, H E Y underscore K A C E, like ace. Um, I do like movie news, so follow me there. And uh, I think Craig and I are starting a yeah, hashtag now. That's Casey for Batgirl. So. Casey already retweeted it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's trending. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so jump on that bandwagon, and I'll invite you <laughs> all to the Oscar obviously. when I win it for Batgirl. Uh, yeah, obviously. Maybe yeah. a Teen Choice Award. I could probably get one of those. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm at HeyCase on Twitter and uh, Instagram. So I do, like, the story things. So you can see me the story being thing. me That's the throughout the day. Name. Yeah, I'm trying to get... Yeah, trying to get in with the, what the kids are doing. So I, I can't, you know. I, I can't follow it all. I, I blows my mind that you can do more than just take a picture. Now there's like you, I don't know. I, I hate social media. <laughs> that's, that's what I've learned. It's it can be fun. It can. Be, it, it, I hated Twitter, Twitter at first, and now I'm like, Twitter's okay, I kind of get that it. That is where I feel. No, at home. yeah. At take two, we just Same. copy whatever uh, Casey does. So. Yeah, seems to work for her. So we just do it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you should. I'm. Uh, I feel getting, like now you saying that I need to see like like all the photo shoots that Casey does. I need to see the guys that take two. Just oh, mimic. Oh, cons- consider it. Done. Yes, copy them. Start cleaning it up. Looks like we have a Thanksgiving weekend project now. <laughs>
<laughs> Christmas I comments would for love everyone. that. You guys really should. <laughs> I have a new. I gotta put a new photo up tomorrow that you have to copy. Uh, Casey, thank you as always for being on the show and. Uh, Yes. Uh, and thank you to everyone else, BJ, Craig, Ryan, Casey, all check them all out on their various social medias and websites and podcasts and all that good stuff. There'll be lots of show notes for you guys to look at and click on the links for. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at real awesome pod. Uh, we're on facebook.com slash real awesome pod, but I do most of my tweeting on, uh, on Twitter at that nerdy Kev. Uh, you can also find us on awesomepodcast.com. We're part of the Core Temp Arts Podcast Network. Got it right this time at coretemparts.com. Uh, and for everything that's awesome, I'm Kev. We've been awesome. Thank you for listening to the Core Temp Arts Podcast Network. To listen to more Core Temp Arts shows, visit coretemparts.com.